Hello, hello, hello. This is a special bonus show for the Ageless Traveler, and thank you for joining us. Now, you know that we're dedicated to making lifelong travel easy so you never stop traveling. I'm your host, Adrian Berg, and I have been excited to discuss for the last few shows grandparent travel, one of the fastest growing travel trends. But today, I get a chance to speak to a real grandma in her 80s who still continues to travel with her grandchildren and has a number of hints and tips on how it's done, as well as her own personal story. Now, I would like your own personal story as well, and I give you many opportunities to share that with us. You can certainly go on agelesstraveler.com, take a look at our travel stories, take a look at our editorial policy, and become a guest blogger. We would love that. Go to our Facebook salon. You can join it free of charge at agelesstraveler.com, and tell us your story. And of course, we will be having hints, tips, and even full courses on how to write a travel memoir and become a travel writer, if that's something that uh, interests you. And right now, we're going to speak with Linda. So sit back and relax. All the resources, many, many places that have been perfect for her in her travel with grandkids all over the world will be listed on our resource page, and we will discuss with her her experiences as an ageless traveler with her grandkids. So let's hear from Linda now. So Linda, when did you start traveling with your grandchildren and was that the right time? Well, I was very surprised to discover that I started traveling with my granddaughter when she was three months old. I had forgotten, not three months, three weeks old. Three weeks. Wow. (laughs) My daughter reminded me, I rented a a house down at the Jersey Shore, Barnegat Light. It's the quiet end of Long Beach Island. And, you know, knowing she was going to give birth in July, I guess it was maybe towards the end of August, but I thought, you know, she might like to take an R&R, and she did. And I do want to say that we had a little blue tent we put over the infant when she was down down on the beach, and she got sunburned. Her little cheeks were sunburned, and we were so horrified and upset But I want to say that that granddaughter just the other day was walking the runways in Fashion Week. So it was not a permanent thing at all. It was just part of our adventure as new parent and as a grandmother. And, you know, the first time I traveled with both my children, they were actually in a basket. And I remember that I put them under the table, under the tablecloth when we were eating outside so that they didn't get sunburned. (laughs) But well, let's talk. We, yeah. What is the first time that you realized that they were enjoying? How old were they the first time you realized that they were enjoying traveling with grandma? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I, I, as I say, I started very young, and every summer uh, I would rent a place at the Jersey Shore and Barnegat Light. And I know they loved it. They And they thought it was my beach house, too, even though I rented it. They'd say, are we going to Granny's beach house? And, oh, I love Granny's beach house. So I would say, you know, three and and and, and a little baby. They always were happy they, because we did things that were fun for them. You know, they could, we, they could run around, go to the beach. It was always making sure that we could be outside and and have a lot of space to to walk and run and play and swim and, you know, all of that. So they were pretty, pretty happy kids right from the beginning. Now, you know, you said I rented. So let's talk about the dollars because this is a pretty intimate show. 
and our listeners, they get intimate with each other when it comes to the truth about how they accomplish this. So we do talk about, and you will talk about, going on adventure trips and sightseeing trips. Who pays? And how has that worked out for you? Did you take the whole responsibility? Has there been any sharing? What it was your way of doing business when it comes to traveling with kids? Of course, very important. I, my personal philosophy is that money's to spend, and my the financial guy who keeps trying to get me to do more investing, uh, I always say, no, 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 I just want to, I just want to do things with my grandkids, etc. So I, I pay for the the place, and and I have no regrets about that. I've been very, very glad, and I, I like, you know, I've been able to get go to very nice places. So I don't hold back on that. And I think that's a good idea because, you know, if you can do it, I don't know, that's sort of my feeling. If you can do it, then do it big time. And I have no regrets about that. But what I do have the kids do is they, for instance, we in later years and recent years have done trips to the Caribbean. They pay the airfare and, or, or whatever it is the tra- to get to the place they if, if it involves airfare or whatever, that, that's what they do. But I foot the bill for everything. I call myself Lady Bountiful. There you it go. It feels great. Oh, it feels great. I see myself as a lady with a, a basket casting flowers. <laughs> that's a beautiful image. And I will say that for those who can do it, it is a wonderful, wonderful gift. The gift of travel and the gift of relationship. There's nothing like it. But let's take a look at some folks who maybe either can't do it, for not only for money reasons, maybe for health reasons, because you're also the queen of what I call the staycation. I know that's not your words, but you have really made the home, your own home welcoming for the kids when you want to stay together in your own home. What are some hints and tips about that? Now, you know, Linda is somebody who really has created a home. She loves to cook. I won't call her a homebody by any means, but she certainly is a homemaker. I, on the other hand, well, not so much. But I do want to tell you about one thing that I've discovered it really does help make a house a home. I love interior design, and I particularly like interior design that helps me entertain children and adults and have those intergenerational parties. And at a recent conference that I went to, I saw something I had never seen before. It's called the Balconista. It turns your balcony into a party spot, no matter how small, no matter how narrow as mine is, and as is with most condos. So I have written an article about staycations, and I've included the Balconista, and I also have that on our products and services page because I solicited them. I asked them, can I get Balconistas for my listeners? You know, we don't always travel. Sometimes we stay home. So go to agelesstraveler.com, take a look at the travel stories. You'll see the photos of Balconista, and Take a look at our products and services page and get more details about it. Now, back to Linda, who says she's kind of lucky about the fact that the kids really do like to come to her house. Well, again, uh, my circumstances were lucky because my kids did need help, uh, particularly in the summer. And but all year long. I had started out 
people spent holidays at my house. So we had started, I mean, my kids did. They came home and I continued that. I had, and I, (laughs) my style, it's not necessarily anybody else's, but I do everything. I just cook and, you know, we, we, we did all the holidays here. And in the summer when the kids came, I I would bring them into our lifestyle. Like I love to cook. So the kids would would bake and cook and we do all sorts of well I remember we did Christmas cookies in April <laughs> one year because my my granddaughter they they bring their their friends here for birthdays and because we live in the country and they're city kids. But I would always bring them into my lifestyle. Take what we I'm an outdoor person so we go for walks. And I think it's important that the grandkids know who you are and, you know, whoever you are, I think to bring them into the, your world, your real world and incorporate them into it. And my husband had a trailer and we used to go over. It was it was a man cave. And my grandkids, I remember when they were little, they had feather dusters and they tried to clean up. The oh, trailer. my goodness. That <laughs> is terrific. And well, there's a beautiful, it's a beautiful real life example. And I will say for those of you who are very different than Linda, I'm one of those people and we're very, very good friends, but I don't cook. And what did I do for Thanksgiving? No, they don't come to my house. I took them to my timeshare and they do know who you are because I am the traveling grandma and that's what they know. And so it is beautiful to let them see the real you through travel and your own personal at home hospitality. Now, you know, Linda, we have a lot of our listeners who do want to travel with their grandchildren, and they tell us that the parents say no. And, of course, those parents are their children. Now, I don't know if it's a lack of trust or worry or concern, or maybe they think that they're imposing the grandkids. They don't know how important it is, that that relationship. But you say in your philosophy is be real, be brave, and make an offer that you can't refuse. What do you mean by that? We really did only two solo vacations. One was when they were 10 years old, uh, I had told them, I have a friend who had done this with her grandkids, when they're 10, she would take the girls to Paris. She had, I have two girls, so each of the girls, I said, when you're 10, I'll take you to Paris. And the parents were happy that I was going to do that. Now, all of this was a great idea until my granddaughter was 10, at which point I was really scared. And I know Paris pretty well. But uh, quite well. But again, going by myself with a 10 year old, do I really want to do this? And I was hoping she'd forget. But they, she didn't forget. <laughs> and no right. one forgot. And they all said, Granny, we're going to go. We want to go. And I, I bit the bullet and I went. We stayed at a hotel, Sambuv. It's over by the Luxembourg Gardens. And the trip, it was just. It was wonderful. Neither of us adjusted to the time. So we were awake till 11 or 12 their time. (laughs) I don't know. It was the craziest thing, but I didn't, I just rolled with the punches. You know, I, I, it was like not a sightseeing trip for me by any means. It was for her. We were in the Tuileries gardens. She was interested in the birds and the pool. And we went over to the Luxembourg gardens, which is such a great place. Wonderful playground there in France. They have, really exciting playgrounds with zip zip uh, zip lines yes zip lines and great big high towers to climb and it was it it and we would go get ice cream late at night 
late at night. We just had, and there was a little man, we had breakfast in bed, and he'd come in, we'd have one of the worst, latest possible hour. He'd come in, bonjour, bonjour, and bring us our breakfast in bed. It was fun. It was wonderful. I was scared to death, but once I got there, we just did it, and it was it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. So, you know, I started my great love affair with travel when I was 11, and I always feel that 10 or 11, wherever you're going, whether it's a national park, whether it's a state park, whether it's around the corner for special events or a festival that happens to be near you, or you can go to Paris. It's such a wonderful thing to promise. And I have made a promise. I made a promise to my five-year-old granddaughter that we are going to go to Morocco. And that came up because she likes Aladdin's lamp and a few other things that relate to Morocco. Do you love national parks as I do? Well, if you're 62 years or older, you can buy a $20 yearly pass or an $80 lifetime pass online. The pass covers entrance and standard amenity, day uses, recreation fees for pass holders, and their companions to more than 2,000 recreation sites managed not just by the National Park Service, but by Fish and Wildlife Service, Bureau of Land Management, Bureau of Reclamation, Forest Service, and the Army Corps of Engineers. At per-vehicle areas, this one pass covers all passengers in a non-commercial vehicle. And where per-person fees are charged, the pass covers up to three adult companions. Now, this is a bargain, and you'll find out all about it in our show notes and exactly where to go online to get your pass. Now, we've been talking about everything as if it's peaches and cream. But in fact, you have had one hair-raising experience traveling. Let us know about that. Oh, boy. Well, Dave, my husband and I signed up for a grandparents' camp at a great camp, Sagamore, in the Adirondacks. I love the Adirondacks. It was a huge part of my childhood and my adulthood. And I wanted to make sure that my grandchildren were injected with a, a love of the Adirondacks. And so anyway, we decided to go to this grandparents' camp, you know, which is, it was real camp. You know, you sang and you, you <laughs> campfires and crafts and all sorts of things like that. But there was a swimming thing. There was a raft out there. And they, in order for the kids to swim, they had to pass a test to swim out to the raft. And the older granddaughter went out. But the younger one, I decided to swim alongside of her because I was sort of afraid. We had just finished a long hike, and I, I wasn't sure about her swimming. Again, they were city kids, and they'd really learned to swim in pools rather than lakes. And this was my fear. Well, she almost got to the raft, and she started getting tired. I panicked. I started grabbing her. Then I I felt like she was going to sink, and I went into a total help. And the, the counselor was back on, dove in with his clothes on, swam out, and took Bella, put her on the, on the uh, raft, and then made her swim back. I just sat on the raft in total shock. I mean, it was just so horrifying to me. I, like... It was the most terrible nightmare. One of the grandmothers came over to me afterward and said, oh, I feel so sorry for you. I think I cried when she put her arms around me. <laughs> anyway, but, but Bella was on the shore humiliated and, and, and crying and so upset. And I have to tell you, she calmed down. And now, 
To this day, Bella is a competitive skier. She's on her way to the Olympics. <laughs> Brava. Bra- so I have to say that this this incident, if anything, it made her tougher and madder and more ready to compete. And I have to say, too, looking back on this terrifying incident, um, it was it kind of reminded me to stand back and let the kids let them have fun, let them run around, let them do their thing. I, that my interventions could make them more scared. And um, I think that my intervention at that time uh, precipitated this this little yeah, this, crisis. Yeah. It was scary, but we all lived through it. And that's the important thing to know, that you can have little snafus, even big snafus, but you you, you ride through it and the benefit so outweighs the, the, the moments of terror. <laughs> well, we thank you so much for being with us. And we are going to have a little bit of a blog we called Travel Stories on our website with Linda, because we'll be talking about some of the places that she actually went so that you can consider if they're right for you, you can see why they worked, and you can make some really informed decisions about how you're going to travel with your grandkids. Well, we've come to the end of our discussion, but certainly not to the end of our friendship. Thank you for listening. See the show notes on agelesstraveler.com for resources that we mentioned on the show and many that we have not. And click the free gift button to join our Facebook salon and receive the goodies that will make us all lifelong travelers. Now, salon members can ask our guests and our experts questions to make your travels perfect. And by the way, if you simply love pickleball and you can't get off the court, give it a like our next guest, because he's not only going to talk about pickleball, but how to travel with pickleball. This is Adrian Berg for The Ageless Traveler, here to make sure you never stop traveling.